I learn more about myself on a 30-hour car drive than I have in the last 39 years of my life? All right, guys. Welcome to the Out of Control Podcast. And my intro music is a little out of control this morning. <laughs> Just a little. <laughs> but we're glad you're back with us. We actually have an uh, exciting podcast for you to, today. But yeah. what is the Out of Control Podcast, honey? The Out of Com- Control Podcast is talking about how we as human beings like to control everything because life feels out of control a lot of the time. Yeah. So we talk about relationships, parenting, spirituality, just kind of all the different areas that sometimes we try to like get under control mm-hmm. and, uh, and just how maybe the answer is not in controlling, but actually living out of the control. Yeah. This, this podcast will be good for that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, talk about surrender, acceptance, and all that journey. Yeah. So, let's go. All right. So uh, we are going to talk about what you learned today. But before we do, um, I do want to share a fun little review that we got. So this is the part, This is from recovery underscore TMD. So recovery, uh, thanks for the uh podcast review. Love this podcast for keeping my own control tendencies in check. Uh, We're not alone. (laughs) It is so refreshing to hear parenting strategies that are less controlling and more freeing for all involved. During episode 17, Matt briefly referred to some stages of parenting at different childhood ages. I so enjoy learning about your parenting approach and would love an episode where you guys dive into how you approach each stage of parenting and some practical ways that you approach teaching certain life lessons across these stages. Keep the good stuff coming. I think that would be fun. Yeah. We could uh, do like a three-part podcast on that. Yeah. Like early childhood, like toddlers. Yeah. And then like kids. Yep. And then like tween teens which I think I'm succeeding at way better because I've done a lot of growing. (laughs) Absolutely. So we will actually put that on the list. It may even be the next podcast. So we've got it on the list and we will talk about stages and how do you parent at different stages and just some thoughts that we have. Sounds good. That'll be fun. Those will be some fun conversations. That's a good suggestion. So So thank thank you, you. Recovery TMD. All right. Now. For One, today's podcast. Is the music's is it yeah, the music The music is done, is done so okay. now we can do this. Fun facts with Molly and Matt. All right. Molly, what is your fun fact for today? My fun fact is I have learned I learned something new today. Well, I learned a lot of new things actually, but we won't go into all of that. Um, but I, I did learn for my future appliance purchases, whether that's a fridge or a dishwasher, washer or dryer, I am consulting a person who actually fixes them for a living. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because we had an appliance guy come out. His name was Dakota mm-hmm. from Bill's service appliance. I okay. think, um, we're in the Utah County area. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I didn't like what he told me cause <laughs> we just have a washer saga and it was not what I wanted to hear, but he gave a lot of good information. Yeah. Like, a lot like I would totally have made a different purchase for a washer if mm-hmm. I had known everything he shared yeah ahead of time yeah Dakota or a Bill's appliance was amazing yeah and he didn't make me feel stupid he was amazing not just in his knowledge but his ability to communicate to someone who was 
really frustrated. I felt seen and heard and valued. Which we talked about in the last podcast, if you're not. So I don't think he realized he did all that, but he did. Yeah. So if you guys need a, this is a little shout out to them just because they were. Awesome. And the gal that answers the phones. Yeah. Bill's Super Appliance. Helpful. If you're yeah. in Utah, Bill's Appliances, whatever. Is it, what is it? Bill's Service Appliance? Service Appliance. I'm pretty sure. We can put a link at the end of this podcast. Okay. So. Um, That's my fun fact. Not sponsored. Just. I mean, it's not fun, but it's a fact. But in addition to that, head over to. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any of those other ones, because we'll find you'll find us there. And we'd love for you to subscribe in both places so we can grow the podcast, share the information, and just help people live in this out of control world a little bit more comfortably. Yeah. Now, with that being <laughs> said, are we really living more comfortably? I am. Okay. So I think there's some. But merit he, to but the here's the thing: about. I don't think comfortable living is always easy. Easy living. I think it simplifies life. Yeah. But I, I think sometimes we think simple is easy and easy is simple. And I think they're two diff- very different things. Yeah. Maybe comfort isn't even the right word um, for what we're seeking for in life, but just. Um, I'm living a more satisfactory life. Are you satisfied? Oh, my goodness. There's some depth <laughs> to that one, guys. Sorry. That's an inside joke. That's an inside. Um, <laughs> That was good how I slid that uh, right you in. You did. You got that on me. Okay. But so that we're in tune with everybody here. But it is. It, I feel uh, more content. Yes. There's a, there's a contentness that comes inside of the out of control with yeah. some of the things we're shooting. And this summer has been anything. Yeah. It's not to say it's, life it's is It's not been controlled. It's been very... I've felt like it's been very out of control. Yeah. It's been a very, very... Cha- and, and it's challenged our relationship in these last month and a half as we've gone like... Crazy move, lots of stories to tell, not going to happen right now. Two great vacations that were also full of a lot of people, therefore a lot of energy and a um, little but more challenging. Long car for drives. Long, yeah, 30-hour car drive to Florida and back. Not being ready for school that starts very soon. Yeah, just lots of things, right? And so that that obviously, stre- it was a lot of out-of-controlness that stressed uh, stretched us in some of these things we're and talking stressed about. stressed us. And stressed us. Um, and so I, you know, there was some times where I was like, you know what, ah, we're not really doing as good as we could be. And then there were some moments where it kind of, we actually did step into some of the things that we talk about and I, and it, and it made it easier and it made it more effective. And we worked on some of the things we talk about. And so what have you talked about? Get the expectations cause, uh, expectations, mismatch expectation cause frustration. Yeah. So maybe you had too many expectations. Probably. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm big on expectations and frustration because of that. So, <laughs> so just, you know, all right. So, um, well definitely like when we moved into this house, we had an expectation of what a house should be like when we moved in, there were some challenges with that and we're not going to throw anybody under the yeah. bus because we, really and you had didn't. expectations for how you wanted the move to go. And I thwarted some of that, yeah. which caused frustration. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so we're learning about some things. So today, today is a really good topic for a podcast called out of control. Yes. And so what, what happened was I'll, I'll start. Okay. Okay. So I, as if you don't know me, then you may not know this about me, but fun fact by of Matt's is I love to learn. That's an understatement. If there was a word that encompassed love exponentially, I'm 
That's you. I'm a little obsessed with learning. I don't know. That feels so weird to say. No, but you are. Sometimes we're to the extreme where I have to be like, let's just be together. Yeah. Like I love learning too. I have actually grown to love it Mm -hmm. more since I married you. But in a very good way. I love learning. I don't know many people who love to learn like you do. So that's not a bad thing. But sometimes I just want to be with you. Yeah. Yeah. And just for the sake of being together. Yes. And, and so I am working on like, so. But because of your love of learning. Yes. We listened to some really good podcasts. On the 30 hour. On the 30 hour. Now this was 30 hour one way. So it's a 60 hour round trip. Yeah. So, and this I think is actually important for the podcast because there are two sort of things that we've talked about as being a motivation for learning this. And one was that I have ADHD and that is actually, um, now I actually had a psychiatrist say, well, did you go to a psychiatrist to get diagnosed? And if not, then you technically weren't diagnosed. And I don't think that the guy that diagnosed me was a psychiatrist. I could be wrong. Maybe but he was. you do. But I went through a bunch of tests. I'm pretty hundred percent sure yeah, that and, you have ADHD. And I definitely have ADHD. Is it the most challenging case out there? No. I th- Is I it know- challenging to live with sometimes? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't take any, <laughs> I, my point is I don't take any drugs for it. And, um, I still function pretty well. I feel yeah, no, compared to some people I know that. And you're I, also married to someone who compliments. Yes. So when you lose your key at a contradicts race, or compliments. compliments. Oh, compliments. <laughs> when you lose your key fob at a go-kart place. I don't know who did that. Your wife goes and finds it. Yes. Thank you for doing that. You're welcome. Yes. Um, so, so, so you are high functioning, but by yourself, uh, it might look. No, I'd be lost without you. So, um, so the point is I've mentioned that I have ADHD. You've mentioned I have OCD tendencies. I a hundred percent don't believe I have obsessive compulsive disorder cause I don't fit that description. Okay. So, so before but, we go, but there, I have shed. obsessive compulsive tendencies. Yeah. So, so, but I didn't know if there was anything that existed outside of, clinically being diagnosed with OCD, which I don't think I would be. Okay. So, so let's talk a little bit about this. So I've, I, I, I'm fascinated by psychology. And so I've, I have studied a lot of probably a lot more than some therapists and, and people in psychiatry even have studied about some of these things. Um, yeah, it's, it's weird though, how much he's studied, but, but like, I'm not a psychiatrist, psychologist. He doesn't have a degree, but he knows yeah. a lot. So, um, which is annoying sometimes. <laughs> So it was interesting and, and like, um, so one of the, like one of the show, there's a show called obsessed that was, I think on A and E it was really interesting. It was like how they work with people that have OCD. Um, and, and so early on in our relationship, like there were some things that were very particular that mm-hmm. were cha- that like challenges that were out of particularity. So I'm going to give an example okay. to show how it's not classic OCD. Okay. Well, hold on okay. before we do that. So, so that, that, that irritation that would show up in, in you over really what felt like very not significant thing. Can I, can I share the story about the jeans? Would that be? Yeah. It's funny now. Cause it doesn't bother me. No, it would never bother you now. So that's why I'm, I, I wouldn't share it if it was okay. something that was. Tough. No, I know. But the actual, if it happened again today, wouldn't bother me. Right. No, that's my point okay. is, is that that's why I think it's comfortable to share. So there was, but a, you did not. 
Let's just say you did not respond well. No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know what to do with this. I, I was. Ne- I'd never been around someone who st- who who would be challenged by something like this. So when we were first married, I remember we were walking out from our hotel. We lived in hotels for a while. We were walking out, and I think Mo- I motels. actually stepped. hotels was generous. No, they were hotels. They were hotels. It was a hotel. Um, well, but what, I would, make, what makes it a motel? You have to well, enter it outside. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. They were a, a step above Motel Six. Okay. Well, they were like quality ends anyway. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was, we were walking out to go eat dinner mm-hmm. and I think I was the one that stepped in the puddle, but maybe it was you. I can't remember. I don't honestly remember. Anyways, some dirt got on your jeans. Okay. How did you feel about that? I said, let me go change real quick. Yeah. You, and, I mean, it was like a speck. So like okay, this, I really I don't remember how big it was. Okay. So it's probably bigger than a speck, but not super big because we all have biased memories. Let's just honor that. Okay, possibly, but but it was it was okay the back of her jeans. Anyways, it was something that in my case, like it was like we're both hungry. I've been working all day. Let's go eat. Like it's okay. Right, and I go, wanted to go put a different pair of jeans yeah. on, and you. And I was like, no, let, no let's just, you're, you're fine. It's okay. That was a big deal to her. And she needed to go change her jeans in order to go out. Now, I don't remember actually what we ended up doing. Did you, we go? You or? left without me. I did? Yeah. Really? I know. I remember this. Did you I come did? back and get you? I don't remember. I, I remember eating you, together that night. Well, maybe you did, but you drove off for a little while. I was probably frustrated. So this has been a challenge, particularly and me like, okay, what is going on? Why are, why are we so, okay. But we, we also know we don't say we. Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's a, can okay. you still do it? I still do it. I'm really bad. So I was, I, I am even to this day, I'm very unempathetic. I, I struggle with people that are very particular about things because I am like the exact opposite of that. Right. Um, in most cases, there's there's a few times where I know you need to be exact and you need to be particular, right? Even yeah. when I like edit videos. So I, so I, when we talked about our saboteurs, sticklers high on my list. Yes. So go back and listen, look at the positive intelligence yeah. Um, that, podcast. Yeah. And, and we, we, we know this about each other. So I'm not like telling the story about you that's like you don't. Like, no, no. So l- l- trust let me give an example of why. I've always said I I'm not I don't have OCD. Well, I've always said OCD tendencies because I didn't have any other name to give it. Right. So I am very particular. I like my doors locked. Yes. Um, probably to the point where it's like it is obsessive. Not in how many times I have to do it. It's just I just like my doors locked. It's a safety and hypervigilance. I've been locked out of the house several times when I'm mowing the lawn. Not recent, not in a long time. Not in a while, but I'm, I've gotten better. No, you you have, yeah. And when we get to the point of this whole podcast, yeah, we're gonna understand why. Matt is my exposure immersion therapy. <laughs> um. Uh, now I lost my. Okay, you're talking about locked door. Oh, so it's it's a safety thing. Hypervigilance was also high on my yes. saboteur thing. Yes. Okay. So, but. Once it's locked, I don't have to check it multiple right. times and I don't have to actually physically lock, unlock, lock, like for a certain amount. Like yeah. once I know it's locked, I am good. Yeah. Like I don't, it's out of my mind. Right. Yeah. I had the scratch. No, I had the itch. I scratched it. It yeah. went away. Yeah. Whereas uh, from my understanding, classic OCD is 
you have an itch and it doesn't matter how many times you scratch it, it's, it gets worse. Like it just is intrusive yeah. thoughts that like never really go away. Yeah. Um, so, so I'm going to come back to this OCD definition okay. in a second. Okay. Okay. Because this is important because we want to honor because we, we've kind of mentioned these things, I think in the podcast yeah. and after doing some more understanding, like I was, I actually feel like we need to, um, clarify some things because out of respect for people that do really right. struggle. Well, that's with why OCD. I've always tried to say tendencies Yeah, because I knew I, I didn't really have OCD because I, I have seen how like that, yeah. that's a really, we have that's people a, in our life that struggle with some. Um, and so things. I didn't, yeah, like out of respect, I don't want to claim that I, I don't struggle with something that's not really what I struggle with, All right. but I couldn't, we never had a name. Like yeah. I'm very particular. I like things done a certain way. Yeah. Um, Hypervigilant, like what I would say yeah. is like, although like, so for me, I, but, I, I can say that I value like the front door being locked mm -hmm. at night. Uh, I want my garage to be shut at night, but if my garage is open for like a few hours, I'm not freaking out. I, I'm not, I don't need that to be done right this second. If I'm in the backyard having a fire. Well, I actually let it stay open for a little while and then it got dark and then I wanted to, sh to shut it. Right. And so, but there's, there's something that stirs in Molly that becomes like, there's nothing else that can happen until this thing is done. Is that a fair way to describe on it? Certain things. Yeah. Yeah. On like locks, safety, and then certain things being in their place. Right. Yeah. So, but so, it's not everything, but it's not everything. It's very weird. Yeah. So, so this little like irritation that she experiences then often, oftentimes shows up in my life as something I need to participate in supporting you in. Yeah, if I can't accomplish it myself. Yeah, or if I'm in the vicinity. Yeah, so, whoever's in the vicinity gets to participate. Yeah, so we've been. You trying just happen to, to be by me. <laughs> I'm often by you. So, so this is a challenge in our relationship, both because of my way of being as well as her way of being. Right, my like sort of relaxed, constantly like nothing is ever serious or that you important. Just misplace things all the time. Yeah. And so, and her feeling very, very much the need for these things to be this situation. So anyways, and then in addition to that, um, we have a family member and he struggles with bipolar. Um, and so, uh, he's very open about it. So I, I'm, I'm, I feel comfortable talking about this openly. So I, I've made a tremendous effort in my life to try to understand the people around me. And so psychology is one of the things that I've really enjoyed learning because it helps me to better understand people. Now, sometimes I can go too far in the past. I've maybe wanted to sort of share or contribute to like their healing from these ways of being. And, and that's been something I've had to work through. Um, but I still really feel like understanding it is always better than not understanding it. Well, I think your research lately has been done in a way of, uh, of like our previous podcast. So mm -hmm. curiosity, you're actually learning about it to learn about it. Right. So you can learn more about this person. It's not to fix them. It's not to yeah. give them advice or try to therapize them. It's really just to try to understand them. Yeah. So on the podcast or on the trip down there a little while ago, not too long ago, we actually listened to it together. It was a, one of the few podcasts we listened to all the way. It was Joe Rogan's podcast with uh, Andrew Huberman. And we like literally liked it so much. We listened to the whole thing all yeah. the way through together. Like it took us like four days, different <laughs> rides around anyways. 
But then I was like, oh, well, I've never actually listened to Andrew Uberman's The Uberman Lab podcast. I want to listen to it because I'm really curious why everybody thinks it's so great. Although I have to admit the guy is brilliant and I could tell that from listening to Joe Rogan's podcast. He's so smart, and, but he explains things in a way that normal people can understand. So what he does is he, uh, he, he has different interview podcasts and things like that, but, but he has these framework podcasts that he does where he takes a sort of... Um, situation so in this case he's been lately breaking down certain conditions like bipolar like uh ocd adhd ADHD, and he'll basically break it down and so he'll start with hey this is what it is so he'll define it or what the experience is for someone who deals with that challenge then he'll break down uh the sort of uh science behind what is happening chemically in the brain. So the neuroscience. So he's a Stanford uh, professor of neuroscience and ophthalmology, I believe, um, if that's the I one. Yeah. So so he uh, breaks it down scientifically into like what's happening in the brain. And then he talks about like early drug treatments that were discovered and how sometimes those early drug treatments helped with the diagnosis of it. Then he'll go into alternative treatments. It just kind of covers the whole gamut of the topic over three hours. Like, I mean, they're really long. Not everybody maybe enjoys that. I freaking love it. Yeah. Oh, this is right up Matt's alley. So (laughs) I, um, I, we're driving to Florida 30 hours. I listened to the one on bipolar. Super great. If you have anybody in your life that struggles with this. Um, tons of understanding. Um, and then it was cool. Cause then I asked my brother, like what his thoughts were. And he gave me some like of his own insights from, so oh, I just told who it was that has it. Anyways, I think he's okay with me talking about him having it. Cause he's pretty open about it. Yeah. Um, but anyways, he, he shared with me like his experience with it. He, so he actually listened to the podcast while we were at the family reunion after I talked to him about it. And then he was like, Oh, there was some things. Well, you know, some of the stuff he kind of talked about lithium as if it was like this great thing and it does have a place, but it doesn't do all the things anyways. And I, I understood so much more about it. And then what's also fun is that my sister-in-law is a, just got, is she a, is she a nurse practitioner of psychiatry? Psychiatry? I don't know what her exact title is, but she got her master's and she works alongside a psychiatrist. So she prescribes. Yeah the pharmaceuticals that would help people with different mental illnesses. So she's not a therapist, right? She just, she's in the psychiatry field. She just doesn't have a full gamut. of Right. She gets to, she gets to prescribe. Well, no, she, she can prescribe all the medicine. No, she, there's certain, Oh, she's certain ones she she can. Okay. Without being an MD. Okay. So anyways, but she's, it's been fun. Yeah. yeah, Cause her knowledge is. Yeah. Okay. So we listened to that one. Then I listened to the one on ADHD because I'm, you know, curious about myself. So then he has one on OCD and in this podcast, he talks about OCD and he's defining it. Right. And so some of the things that he talks about is that OCD has sort of these categorical tendencies. So checking is one. So you, 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 um, check the lock, like double you, you leave and then you feel like, Oh, I need right. to go back and check if it was done. Yeah. Right. So and you might have to do that multiple times, right? You could get it stuck in a loop where you just kind of like are consistently, or maybe checking. you have a certain number of times you have to go back and check. Right. No, no, no. That's another thing that, so oh. the counting is actually oh. its own okay. thing. 
So some people, they'll lock it six times. Right, but you might lock it six times and then leave and then have to come back and check it again. Yeah, so that would be a checking mechanism. Okay. So the counting is one, the checking is But you could do a counting-checking combo. No, you could. Where you have to count how many times you check it. Right, but but that's the point is that you could have either or or both, and and those would both be symptomatic of OCD is is how he described it. Um, Then then there's... um, uh, he didn't actually talk about hoarding, but in one of the A&E specials, hoarding was categorized. Now, in another podcast that I listened to, hoarding moved over into something else called OCPD, which we're going to talk more about in a second. But um, so it was uh, so, so anyways, there's these sort of compulsions that are happening in the OCD person mm-hmm. that they struggle to, to not perform, um, washing or clean, excessive cleaning is another one. Yeah. Right? Germs is germ, big. Germ fear. And, and then the need for excessive cleaning to the degree that you may, you know, be, you might be damaging your skin that yeah. you're cleaning so much. Right. So you're actually, instead of helping yourself be healthy, you're actually hurting yourself. Um, and then, and, and then one of the key traits here is that the person who deals with this does not want to do this thing. So there's a, the, the compulsion is sort of beyond the interest of the person to do the thing. Mm-hmm. Now, what he mentions briefly is something called OCPD or obsessive compulsive personality disorder. Yeah. And this is where some interesting conversation started to happen. Yeah. And, um, he describes it very briefly in that podcast. So then I went and listened to some other podcasts, the Seattle, the psychiatry in Seattle. Seattle. Yeah. And there was actually another two that I listened to. Um, some, but some people out in, um, New uh, Zealand, New Zealand. I'll think of them in a second or maybe I'll look them up because I want to give them credit because I learned so much from their podcasts. So I listened to about five podcasts on OCPD because then I listened to the majority of them with you. Yes. So, um, what we want to introduce is the idea of if you struggle with control, mm-hmm. you may want to look at yeah. what OCPD is. Well, cause there's actually a lot of, uh, I don't know if symptoms is the right, but there's a lot of things that it can encompass OCPD. Yes. Like I don't have all of them. True. Um, but I do have a lot of them. So. Um, we're going to give you, we're probably going to do another podcast where we deep dive into this more, but today we wanted to just introduce this idea because so, so first of all, labels, can we talk about labels for a second? Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think we, we two shrinks pod. Oh, two shrinks pod. So we touched on labels cause I think labels, um, if you're not at a, at a place of awareness and being able to, um, really look at different aspects of your personality and, and not shame them, then I think, a, a a label can be helpful. Yeah. Right. Because it can shed new light on something that you didn't have any clue about. And it could actually propel you to want to, um, look for more modalities of healing, um, and things to implement in your life to try to, um, work through whatever. Yeah. Like, so for all, I'll, I'll share with, my experience. So when I, uh, so what happened with us with ADHD and we ought to do another podcast on ADHD, but the real quick version, and then I'll just tell a story in detail later on is my son, um, 
was showing some real hyperactivity and I was really curious about it. So I started studying about ADHD for him. And all of a sudden, all the research I started to do pointed me back to myself. And I was like, wait a second, like, this seems like something I deal with. <laughs> this seems like something. And, 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 and although I didn't have as extreme of, of hyperactivity as other kids, my mom even was kind of curious when I first told her that I had it, she was kind of like, well, really? Like, are you sure? Like, um, but, um, as I, as I really dug into, it, I was like, oh, I, this is why so many of the challenges I had as a kid, I could never finish tests because when I read, I would get distracted and I, and then I couldn't remember where I was at and I'd have to go back and read the whole thing. And, and so I really struggled reading. And so I, I was plenty smart to know the answers to things, but I couldn't read and I, and I could read out loud. Fine. If, if I was going to read out loud, I'd be fine. But reading in my head, I could not do. It was so hard to so, read out loud. So how was so when I discovering this, so discovering yeah. it was like this, oh, there's a couple things that happen. I've realized with these sort of labels, they give you this place of belonging. Mm -hmm. They give you this place to say, oh, I like, there's other people like me. Right. Feels validating. Like yeah. I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. I'm, I've just got these things going on in my head. Yeah. And they also, it, it kind of helps you to separate and go, okay, there's me. And then there's my ADHD. Right. And so that's kind of, valuable to say me as a, as, as an entity, a mm -hmm. being of who I am is, is still of merit and of value, even though this yeah. thing kind of afflicts me. And I think that's valuable to separate yourself from the potential illness, yeah. right? It's just like my wife who passed away from cancer. She wasn't cancer. Yeah. Like her, her fatigue when I wanted to be together or be romantic wasn't about her not loving me. And, and she, we didn't have to fight through this conversation in her head and be like, Oh, why am I tired right now? She's like, no, I have cancer. Yeah. Right. And so it was like, it, it, there's sort of these answers that show up and you kind of start to understand why you do the things you do. And then I think it's also helpful for you to sort of go, you might've known that I had ADHD, but to actually have a label on it kind of helps you to go, Oh, okay. I need to kind of allow Matt the space to right. be who, be with this thing that he has, right? Um, the, 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 the challenge with labels is that we can sometimes over-identify with them. And I'd actually like to do a whole podcast on labels, so yeah. I don't want to get too far into this. But to me, it was helpful to say, okay, there's category. The, the, the other great thing about the label is that when you're kind of in that category, then there becomes this sort of vein of resources mm -hmm. that can be targeted. So you can start to identify, oh, if I have ADHD, there are things. So there are some, you know, pharmacological ways I can handle this. I, I can go take these certain drugs that could potentially help me. I could try these sort of treatments, right? In fact, there's a really awesome treatment that he talks about um, for people with ADHD and has proven results, right? Yeah. That's there's, you can do supplements. supplements. You can change your diet and lifestyle, which I think is huge for any type of disease. Right. So, so it gives you a more focused way to handle. Right. Instead the of, instead of seeing all these like character flaws that you have and you're like, well, I don't, yeah. it's just who I am. Yeah. And I, I, oh, it's overwhelming. I can't do anything yeah. about it. It says, Hey, other people have dealt with this and it may be something you struggle with your whole life, or it may be something um, that, you know, like, and so one of the interesting things about OCPD is that it has a lot of benefits. It's like the, we were like, if you're going to classify mental illness as super high functioning mm -hmm. OCPD would be like 
and high value in today's yeah, society. Yeah, top of the list. Yeah, which is kind of why we have this podcast, right? Because it's like so many of us, the society kind of gears us. Well, to it's easy be, to praise people yeah. who are really organized, look like they have their life together in control. But it just kind of feeds the beast too. Yeah. Because then you're like, well, then nothing's wrong with me. Yeah. Because so, I'm so great. What we're going to do today, and then we're going to talk more about some of the things that have showed up for you in the next podcast, is we're just going to actually go to one of the resources that can help you to figure out if you have OCPD, which by the way, there are, if you look up like OCPD test, there's a lot of different options. Right. I haven't taken a test and I uh, have not been clinically diagnosed, but yes, yes. So but I also wanna... am at a place where I don't feel like I need to be clinically diagnosed in order to recognize recognize that I have it and and figure out what you know if there's other modalities of like yeah. therapy or healing or whatever I and we may pursue. take those steps at some point in time right get that, but but and so um this may challenge you if you hear this you may be like oh I'm not comfortable diagnosing myself or whatever. and that's really not what we're trying to do and I'm definitely not trying to do that with Molly no no I, we've done a lot of deep dive work on ourselves and we've done a lot of different types of therapy not focused on like ADHD or OCPD. So I feel like I am definitely not the same person. Not at all. I was I mean, when we first got married. You're the same person, but the, these, these... I'm, I'm, I don't have the same... They're not as acute. Uh, yeah, these challenges do not challenge you in the same right. way they did back when you were 20 yeah. years old. So I'm just... I'm at a place where I don't feel like I need that right at this moment. But this is not like to promote self-diagnosis right this is just a way for you to be curious about yourself and then if you feel like taking an online test then that can shed some light and you're like oh i do want to seek out someone that can i can be clinically diagnosed and then i can pursue therapy or what have you yeah so you before the podcast agreed though that you would actually go through the test together and so i think i'm going to score high guys i'm going to (laughs) like nail this test so we actually don't know the we don't really know what i've never looked at this test but there was a lot of resonance whether you're um low impact ocpd where it's just kind of have tendencies and i would say even i answer well i think everybody has a little bit of right yeah a little bit of everything right i could say i have some adhd right yeah you get distracted sometimes right but i'm not like a classic right textbook case of right so just because you might have some of these, you're not. Not necessarily OCD. You're definitely not. I am definitely not. <laughs> Although, I, like I said, I have some obsessive yeah. sites. Okay. So um, we're going to answer honestly here. The question is going to be ranked as none or a little of the time. Two. So, so that would be A. B okay. would be some of the time. C would be a good part of the time. And D would be most or all the time. So you can just tell me like close to that and you don't have to remember the letters. So I prefer things done my way. None of the time. The the second to the highest. Second to the highest. A good part of the time. Yeah. Okay. Um, All right. And I'm not going to give my feedback. I'm just going to let her and she's going to answer as honestly as possible. I'm critical of people who don't live up to my standards or expectations. Same rating. Um, Options. I'm critical. Some of of the time. Some of the time. So the second from the bottom. Yeah, because it's weird. Because if you're living in my vicinity, mm-hmm. it would be higher. Okay. 
if I don't live with you, mm. I don't really care how you live. Okay. So that uh, that's why I'm going with some of the time. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll go with that. All right. I stick to my principles no matter what. So principles, what, how would you? I'm just going to read the question. I'm not going to okay. add anything. You're going to have to answer it. I, I stick, stick to, to my, my principles, principles no matter what. Well, until I change my mind. <laughs> uh, a good portion of the time. Okay. So like third from yeah. the top. Our third, third up. Okay. I'm upset by changes in the environment or behavior of people. Some of the time. Second to the lowest? The middle. Middle. There's, there's, there's four levels. Not oh, five. there's not five. Okay. Um, I'm upset by changes in the environment or the behavior of people. Just some of the time. Okay. I am meticulous and fussy about my possessions. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> I get upset if I don't finish a task. Um, that's a weird way to weird way to word it, but I don't like to be interrupted. I like a good follow through, so I would say most of the time. Okay, I insist on full value for everything I purchase. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> guys, I'm the queen of returns. Okay. Okay. So that was all the time. Yeah. <laughs> well, or if we go out to eat and the food is not. But I'm how not you mean it. about it. I'm straightforward. Straightforward about it. But yeah. not mean. Um, I like, uh, not mean to anybody that is, never mind. I like everything <laughs> I do to be perfect. A good portion of the time. Okay. I, I, that is something I you, 20 you, years ago would have said all the all time. All the time, yeah. Um, I follow an exact routine for everyday tasks. No, I don't. I used to. I, I, I do have somewhat, so I do some of the time. Okay. I, I like... It's interesting to hear the questions because I think where I am now versus what I used to live yeah. like. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And by the way, this is not like the ultimate test on how to no. decide OCD. They have like a way more robust. That this is 25 questions. Yeah. Just kind of give you a sense. Of yeah. That. I do things precisely to the last detail. Um, I would say most of the time. Okay. I get tense when my day schedule is upset. A good part of the time. Okay. I plan my time so that I won't be late. All the time. Mm -hmm. But I have uh, variables in my in my life, so yes. that doesn't work out. It, it bo I don't know who those variables are. Uh, I, it bothers me when my surroundings are not clean and tidy. So this is another interesting one. Mm -hmm. So my... Mm -hmm. My surroundings are not clean and tidy. So not other people. Like if I go to no, okay, it bothers me when uh, my a good part of the time because there's only actually certain parts of the house that bug me. Yeah, and I, not I actually say, yeah, that's not the whole house. Yeah, uh, I make lists for my activities. Yeah, all the time. All the time, guys. <laughs> I have Google Keep lists coming out the yes. wazoo. <laughs> yes, I think that I worry about my. I think that I worry about minor aches and no, pains. none of the time. Okay. Um, that, yeah, I don't have any of that. I like to be prepared for any emergency. Yes, 100%. <laughs> and guys, not I just am. your emergencies, but everybody's emergencies. I got your back <laughs> if you're with me and you need something. I am strict about fulfilling every one of my obligations. I would say a good part of the time because there are, I, I will like, if I can't follow through and it, then I'm okay with it if it's for a good reason. Okay. 
Yeah. But I also say no a lot, so then I don't run into that, that much. You also get very strict about certain things. Be anyway, it's good. Okay, yeah. I'm not going to okay. judge. I'm not, I'm not okay. adding input. I think <laughs> I'm trying not to. This is really hard for me, guys. I think that I expect worthy moral standards in others. I think I expect worthy moral standards in others. A good part of the time. Yeah, that's a struggle for us sometimes. I'm badly shaken when someone takes advantage of me. How do you feel when someone takes advantage of you? A good part of the time. Okay. I get upset when people do not replace things exactly as I left them. Oh, all the time. I keep Gosh. used or old things. I shouldn't things. have gotten married and had kids. <laughs> I keep used or old things because they might no, still be used. No, uh-uh, none. No. Okay. I am the opposite. Yeah, that of was order. really interesting. As one of the traits of OCPD is is this hoarding. Kind and of I don't have that at all. And you are not that. Although we did kind of discover a way in which that manifests. In right. You. That will be for another episode. Okay, we'll talk about that now. Okay, I think that I am sexually in inhibited. Yes. Okay. Good. Good. The good part of the time. Not okay. So that one. Yeah. Okay. I find myself working rather than relaxing. Good part of the time. Okay. I prefer being a private person. All the time. Okay. Guys, that... Ugh. This is crazy you do a podcast. It really is. Well, I'm fine with the podcast. Now you make me be on video. Oh, yeah. That's why I don't like being on social media. Yeah. Uh, I like to budget myself carefully and live on a cash and carry basis. I wish. That's none of the time, right? Don't have that Okay. characteristic. That okay. would be do good. Do you want your results? Yeah, I'm high, aren't I? Okay, so first of all, <laughs> I'm going to read this. Most people fall into a middle range with a score of 50 to 75. If you score above a 70, there is a high, there is a higher than average likelihood that you are displaying the traits and symptoms of OCPD. So That's it's on a scale from 1 to 100? 1 so to 100, So we should guess yeah. mine? This is a rudimentary preliminary test, and an official diagnosis could only be come from a doctor or mental health professional. So we okay. absolutely want to advocate for that. That you should do that if, if, if this, especially if this is impacting your life. And yeah, and this is one of the things about mental disorders, right? Like you have to, at the end of the day, and, and this doesn't do this, but a mental health professional, as I understand it, would would not just relate these certain traits. Mm-hmm. But then the real question is, and, and this can be kind of hard and may need to require a outside party, but the real question is, is this impacting your well-being in your life? Yeah. And, and I guess one of the questions, so I would ask you, would you say that having these traits creates some challenge with your well-being in life? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, okay. And and so in whether it's in your relationships, in your functionality of being able to do your job, right. In that, right? That's when it becomes really necessary. Possibly you live with someone who also has these same desires, and it may be that y'all work together really good. That's not our case. but Because we're very opposite. Very opposite. So... Um, so I, I just want to put that in there. So you score, what do you want to make a guess what you scored? Out of a hundred. Yes. 87. Okay. You actually scored 75. So you're on the lower end of of the high end. That's good. But if I'd taken this when we first got married, I would be like 99. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe 95. Maybe 90. Because I don't, I don't have any of the hoarder or the super like budget. Like. Yeah. So, so, so a couple of the traits, I don't like the word that they use. They call it miserly. Um, so if you are really in need of like control of money, that's one of the symptoms. Yeah. And I wouldn't maybe not like stingy, stingy like you're just very maybe. like, yeah. um, and I think it's different than frugal. I think you can be frugal 
But then you can also be stingy. We're like, well, the question there becomes right. Frugality means, Hey, I'm aware of my money and I spend right. it carefully. Stingy to me Stingy's, means there's a level of, go ahead. Right. Like you have to have a certain amount, maybe in your bank account. And even if something breaks and you really need something, you might like forego that or make your well, partner forego. That like, to me would be frugal. To me, the, the, what they express is when this becomes relationally challenging. All right. Well, let's say like you like got a hole in your only pair of tennis shoes and you need a new pair. And I'm like, no, like just duct tape them. Yeah, that, that would be like, that would be, yeah. We didn't, we didn't budget for that. And so it's absolutely not coming out. Yeah, but that, but that, so, so part of it is if you're stingy because you're just don't have money. Well, no, you could, let, let's say we just, we had money, like we had yeah, that's, extra, that's the point. but it was not allocated. And I'm like, we're yes. not buying yes, you shoes. Yes, that would be OCPD tendencies. Right. Yes. Yeah. You could not be able to buy shoes because you physically just. Yeah. If you can't you afford can't. shoes, you may have to say, hey, but look, I we think, can't afford it. Right. You could have money in the bank yeah. and it just was not allocated for shoes and you're, and you want all the numbers to be perfect and you yeah. want to be like, you can't get shoes. Yeah. That would to me. Be yeah. I, I, and I think you have to be real careful because it's, well, there's one thing to choose to have like a budget and, and to, and to be disciplined enough to, to Hey, we're going to wait but till next month. Right. But also realize that things pop up and that's why you have like, you know, like overflow funds for, for right. And we can get into details, but I think, yeah. I think what I like about what the doctors that I listened to mm -hmm. said was, that it really is a matter of does your mannerisms around right. the stinginess cause a disconnection between you and the people who you might yeah. be spending the money on? Some, I, some I examples of this, of that, well, some examples <laughs> of this that, that I believe they gave in the deal was, um, let's say that you went out to eat with someone, you need to split the bill exactly. Right. Or mm. like if you went out to eat and then the next time you went out to eat, if you were like, well, you need to pay me the two extra dollars because oh, I'm I so I don't have any of that. No, you're not well, you're not at all like that. No, in that, in that area. Um, if if you are overly concerned about running out of money when you have plenty of money, this is kind of what you were okay, referring yeah. to. Then that can be a symptom of the OCP. Yeah. So um, there's there's a so so um, uh, <laughs> blurg blah blah blah. Well. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit about how this impacts, um, ourselves in our lives, right? Right now? No, no, no. Next, no, no. Okay, in, in the yeah. future podcast. I was like, podcast. this is getting long. So. No, no, no. We're going to, we're going to talk about like as much as you're comfortable with. Okay. Right. Cause I'm not going to, um, tell, but, but I, I want to just kind of wrap up today with on one hand, I think once again, we've kind of talked about this before. Some people would, would get this diagnosis and they would, or get this sort of awareness mm -hmm. and they would feel like, oh my goodness, like. I really am the problem or, oh, I really, I, I, you know, what do I do? And so what, what has showed up for you? I'm, I'm, we actually haven't talked about this. No. Like, so what showed up for you as you've kind of sat with this over the last few days? Well, thought about this? I've one, I've seen how far I've come. Yeah. Um, and two, I was like, oh, well then I can keep getting better. I don't know if that's the right words because I'm pretty good as I am, but meaning uh, I can, I can OCD person might say <laughs> there's a strong need to be right. And people with OCD, no, I'm enough. I'm enough as I am. Right. I, I don't, that's not what I'm saying. Meaning I can like, I can get more skills. I can learn coping mechanisms to be able to sit in the uncomfortableness that yeah. sometimes 
or a lot of times pops up yeah. when things don't go just how I would like them to go. Yeah. Um, but one more thing, and we'll touch on it more next time, but it, because it, it wasn't mentioned in there, but it was mentioned in a podcast and it was a big aha moment. Okay. Is the ex- experience avoidance. Yeah. As a, as a characteristic of OCPD, mm-hmm. meaning you'll go out of your way to not have to uh, experience something mm-hmm. because you are, are projecting that it's not going to go perfectly. Yeah. And so I, I did that a lot mm-hmm. in my teenage years. Yeah. When now, and now it makes sense. I'm like, oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, so like that's that sort of, oh, yeah. I see. Like I got, uh, I got four tickets and four wrecks from 16 to 18 years old. I don't know how my parents did not go crazy with like having a kid like that. I cannot imagine trying to deal with that as a parent. Right. But like it is well documented that people with OCD struggle, they get more tickets and they get more wrecks. Right. I've been in the car with you. And you can a understand lot. maybe why. And we have another friend with OCD that's like scared to drive. It's kind of scary. I'm, I'm not that bad. I don't think. Not all the time. Cause that's how it happens no, when you have a disorder of some sort. It's is not, you never it's think not it's all the time, but, yeah. but how many ongoing arguments do we have when we get in the car and you're driving? Well, when you take an OCPD <laughs> person who really values safety and a ADHD person who is totally cool with the world, like falling apart and it's all going to be okay. It is quite an exciting mm-hmm. adventure. It is. So, um, and, and so. Here, and this is, I also like, um, I have enjoyed this conversation because there, I think it just opens it up. Like there's no shame yeah. in, in anything. Yeah. Whether you have a mental health disorder or I don't know what the politically correct term to call that is. Right. You're like the label is just a thing yeah. to help you discover more about yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. La- that's, that's what label service with. Right. Yeah. And so we hope that this has been valuable for you in considering some of the things that you may be dealing with and dealing with control. And, and now I want to have a go have a conversation with my mom. <laughs> be like, listen to this mom. And yeah. Did you notice these things? Did you, yeah. Did you notice these things in yeah. your, early on? So, um, was I really as crazy as I remember? I think you might have felt crazy. I want to go back and talk to my high school friends now. <laughs> I want to like poll everybody. Like, what was I really like? Right? Because we have our memories, which are very biased. Yeah. So this is a value. Then please review. Uh, it is a simple and very inexpensive way to say thanks for the effort and energy that we put into this podcast. And if don't feel like we've earned that, no big deal. But you could also give us cons- uh, constructive Feedback. feedback. Yeah. yeah. We'd love that. Uh, you can find us over at Instagram if you want to DM at Stream and Freedom and share with us ideas that you have to bring into the next podcast. And you can also find us on TikTok if you want to laugh with us as I just make. Yeah. And now make- everyone will know why I'm such a private person. Yep. So the dog has jumped down and is ready to jump in our laps. Here he comes. probably means he needs to go outside. Yep. So we will catch you guys on the next one. Thanks for joining us for the Out of Control Podcast. Bye.